past you've been looking for all along. Step into the life of urban exploration with guests from around the world. Welcome to No Tracers. Welcome back to the No Tracers podcast. I'm your host, K, just the letter K. I'm also known as No.Tracers on Instagram. You can find all my stuff at notracers.com, photos, videos, blogs, a transcribed version of this podcast if you are hard of hearing and want to read the show, or if you know someone hard of hearing that might want to enjoy the show as well, you can send them to the blog at notracers.com. If you're new to the show, please hit the subscribe button, and if you've enjoyed the show so far, please leave a rating and feedback, especially if you're on Apple Podcasts. It helps us find a broader listenership of listeners just like you. And it helps me know what you like about the show. If you do leave a rating and feedback, send a screenshot to me at no.tracers on Instagram, and I will actually send you a signed photo print of an abandoned place I've explored as a way of saying thank you. This week on the podcast, my guest is Triangle of Mass on Instagram from Massachusetts. He hit me up, actually. Uh, Every time I make one of these episodes, I always say, if you want to come on the show, hit me up at no.tracers on Instagram. He actually hit me up and he was like, hey, I've got some stories to tell. I would love to come on the show. And I said, absolutely. Let's get it on the schedule. Let's make it happen. We made it happen. This is the episode. I hope you guys enjoy it. And uh, if you want to come on the show, please hit me up at No Tracers on Instagram. I would love to have you on the show as well. Uh, We've got like a ton of episodes coming out and I'm so stoked. This show is so much fun to do. You have no idea how much I enjoy this show. And I'm so grateful for all of you guys. Before we get into it, there's a few things I gotta just let you know about. First of all, I have a photography book out called No Tracers, an Urban Explorer's Diary. It's full of my stories and photographs. It's a coffee table book. If you guys want to get a copy of it, head to notracers.com. It's actually on sale right now, so if you guys want to pick up a copy of that, I will sign it for you, and I will send that out to you no matter where you live in the world. Thank you guys for listening. Lastly, I need to thank our partner here on the podcast, Liquid Death Mountain Water. If you've never heard of them, don't worry. I have an ad for you in three, two, one. From the streams of the Austrian Alps comes a new kind of water. A water that is sure to raise you from your grave. If you're tired of buying cases of plastic water bottles that contain carcinogens and God knows what else, or if you're trying to lower your waste footprint, Liquid Death comes in beautifully rugged aluminum cans. Murder your thirst with a can of Liquid Death. Check the link in the description and use code just the letter K at checkout for 10% off your order. Liquid Death. Murder your thirst. So pick up a case or several cases of Liquid Death Mountain Water. Pick up a set of koozies for your canned water and use code just the letter K for 10% off. All right, without further ado, Triangle of Mass, please introduce yourself and how long you've been exploring to the No Tracers audience. Hey guys, I'm Triangle of Mass. I've been exploring since I was about 10 years old, maybe younger, and basically that's that's how I got started. Um, I used to go, used to have an abandoned place down the street from me. It was a house, and then I... Uh, from there, there was this old barn that I used to explore, and inside of there, there was just tons of stuff left behind, and I just remember not being able to drive and just driving past it 
with, you know, my family members, they just would just stop for me. And that way I could check it out and see what was kind of left behind. So it's where I got started kind of doing this whole thing. Nice. Yeah. I kind of got started as a kid too. We had, uh, my brothers and I used to explore this like wooded area behind our neighborhood and there was like an abandoned house back there. And I remember exploring that as a kid. So it's, I love hearing other people that like their families were like, go check it out, like have fun. It's, you know, or, or even went with their parents. Like, I think that's super interesting. Um, take me more into your first ur- urban exploration. Like what was, what was it like? And what made you like, want to keep doing this i mean you said you've been doing it since you were like 10 so like what made you catch the bug um so for me i feel as i was like really interested to see like it was something different at the time and i was just kind of looking out the window and it really caught my eye as we were driving past it it was just basically in the woods hidden off the side um across the street from like a fire department And basically, I just remember just like wanting to go there so bad. And I remember we turning around and finally we pulled up into the driveway of the of the barn. And it was crazy because it was like there was a house and inside of this house, there was just everything was just left behind and the door was open. And off the other side of that, there was like another barn and you could see that there was just everything left behind and there was like some horse stuff for them and just everything else. And way in the back, there was, you know, storage stuff for them. And it was interesting because I was going off the side of the property, just way out of the area, out of the way, kind of. And you could tell that they had an old cornfield there and that you could see the sign still there from the stand that they had. And it was just something really cool. And then I ended up moving to a street where there was a house and basically uh down the street from that was an abandoned house and there was just like a van there and there was like an unfinished house and this house had a tree in front of it and it's almost like the tree did not belong there it was like a tree out of like a horror movie it was really kind of crazy and from there i just been hooked from finding that to finding what I have now. And it's just so unbelievable what is just out there and what it has to offer. Absolutely. And when did photography come into play? When did you first pick up a camera and start documenting your, your journey? Um, I would say like maybe I was like, maybe in middle school for me, honestly, because I remember it was like, thanksgiving or christmas i ended up going with my sister to two places and i started recording inside of these places and it was just something so surreal it was unbelievable how big these places were so i'd have to say around then gotcha and speaking of like you know photography cameras and things like that can you talk about your gear recommendations and this is for people that are just getting into the hobby like do you have anything you would recommend and this could be like the bag you use or a pair of shoes you wear a flashlight a tripod anything like that oh of course um so what i use for some of my gear i would say i use a um i have a drone so it's a dj uh dgi uh mini mavic and i also use a fusion 360 camera 
uh, for when I do my 360 videos. And then I also use, um, for my lighting, I use, I'm trying to think what kind of lighting I use. I use like a LED type deal. Um, I don't really know the name of it, but on the top of my head, I could go grab it real quick. Yeah. All right, let me go grab it real quick. It's right over here. Okay, so I use the Wii, the Wii light, and that uh, that actually is really nice, and it really lights up the whole entire building. Honestly, you can change the colors and stuff. Sorry. <laughs> oh no, you're good. That's rad. So it's like a, it's got like an RGB color changer on it. Yeah, a lot of the YouTubers use it, and it's it's just so so helpful. Um, but before that, I was just using like a just like a regular flashlight and uh, one that's very powerful and it just recharges basically my phone as well. So that, that has come in handy as well too. Yeah. Any chance to be able to like recharge the phone as well with like that kind of thing. Like I, so I went to Alaska a couple years ago to film some lifestyle content for somebody. And I ended up buying before we went out there, I bought a solar charger, like a solar powered charger and that thing goes with me everywhere. Every abandoned place I have explored since, like, I always have that thing with me. It's also got a built-in light on it. So, yeah, that kind of stuff comes in super handy. And I feel like people often forget that, like, your batteries die, your phone dies, like, things like that. So it's important to have that, that backup power with you, especially if you're doing these longer explorations. And for you, like, what's the longest amount of time you've spent in one abandoned location? Um, so for me, I try to be careful because, um, obviously I don't want to be there too long, but maybe like good, like two hours, maybe three hours. It's kind of pushing it for me though, because I want to get everything that I can and get out of there because different situations and stuff like that. But, um, I would say maybe that's, that's about it for me, honestly. Yeah, that's fair. You know, I, I did an overnight stay recently and that was probably my, like, obviously the longest that I've been in an abandoned place, but we were allowed to be there. There was like a groundskeeper, a caretaker person that was like kind of making sure everything was going smoothly, things like that. But I mean, to, to be able to explore an abandoned place for like six, six to eight hours was like absolutely crazy to me. And I was, I was blown away by the amount of stuff like we got to see and look at and take photos of. And, you know, we didn't have that anxiety of like, oh my gosh, we might get caught. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty awesome though, that you got permission. It makes uh, a lot of things a lot easier when that happens, I feel. But, uh, it is just, sometimes it is so hard just to get that permission, unfortunately. But once you can get that permission, it's just, I would just take it and go with it kind of deal because, you know, it's hard, it's hard to come by, I feel. Oh, absolutely. And like, you know, if you ever get people listening, like, like if you guys ever get uh, a security guard to let you in somewhere, which has happened to me personally, or uh, like the cops are like, yeah, go ahead. Like we've heard stories on this show where the cops actually ended up giving the person like a tour of the place. And it's like moments like that, that like really make me appreciate urban exploration, like even more than I already do, because we get to see like a different side of it, you know, like getting that permission is like everything. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And it's just like, everyone just has different stories with that. I feel. And 
just to have that, you know, capability of, oh, you think you're getting caught. And then two minutes later, you know, they're just giving you an entire tour of the place. It sounds like a, a really good time, honestly. Absolutely. And can you talk about the mentality of being an urban explorer? Like, why do you do this? It's not a normal thing. You know, urban exploring is a very unique hobby. And even though there's a lot of, you know, there's tons of people like online or whatever in the community, but it's still like a very taboo thing. We are trespassing at the end of the day. But for you, what do you get out of urban exploring? Why do you keep doing it? Um, so for me, I feel as it's completely different, you know, from what everybody else does. And I personally enjoy, you know, knowing like, oh, what is in here and what's, I'm going to check this out. And it's just something to me that it's like, you never know what you're going to find next. And for me, it's just, I, I just love doing this and I just keep going back to it from just different experiences that I've had. And, you know, when I was younger, of course, what drove me to these places is just keep just keeps driving me to them and it's just like now i can't stop since i drive and i'm all over the place so <laughs> for sure just, absolutely just say i really enjoy like doing it yeah definitely and do you have any urban exploration injury stories that you can share oh yes so i went to a a very untouched house and basically when i say untouched i mean like you would probably think somebody lives there. It's just, it was just so nice. And basically I was going down the stairs and it was like a house for an older person that was living there. And they had like one of those things that would help them get up and down the stairs. And, mm -hmm. uh, basically I just kind of was trying to pass that. And I just ended up, uh, moving my leg the wrong way or something. And my whole leg just kind of just was, I just heard it for a good couple of weeks for maybe like three or four weeks. I wasn't able to kind of walk on it and whatever else. Damn. That's nuts. Like it's crazy how like one little wrong movement can like ruin, ruin your day, ruin a couple weeks. And like, it takes so much time for the body to heal after something like that. And that's like the, that's the worst kind of situation you could be in while exploring, you know, like getting hurt. You're, it, it's, it's horrible because you're like, well, I still have to get out of this place. Uh, yeah, I do think it is kind of crazy because especially since I went up those stairs amount of times when I was in the house trying to figure out where I should, you know, start recording and how I should do it. And the funny thing is, is I, uh, I ended up instead of stopping exploring, I ended up doing like five or six other locations that day. And there was a couple of them where I had to run and it was, it hurt really bad, but I still ended up just running for it, you know, and it was just kind of difficult. It was kind of different because I wasn't used to my leg hurting that much and then forcing myself to kind of run on it anyways. So, Absolutely. Yeah. And can you tell me about your most dangerous or your riskiest exploration? Um, the most risky one I would say would be in Virginia. I did a doctor's house and basically what ended up happening was I was exploring with somebody. We heard someone, I was by myself in the house cause we kind of split off and did our own thing. And I was on the bottom stairs like, uh, of where I was and they, I heard something coming towards me off the side and then something upstairs I ended up texting this person and was like, Hey, 
are you upstairs or downstairs right now? Because the floor was very creaky and I just, whatever, whoever it was, I didn't know who it was. I didn't want them to know what my next approach was going to be. So they ended up saying, uh, the person ended up coming closer and it was the person I was with and they were like, oh, where's your coat, whatever, we're going to get going because they heard the same thing. And um, we ended up leaving and right next to that house, there's like another house and it's like on the same like walking distance, like it's fairly close. And we were going to go check out that house and basically we just started, we heard like voices, but it was like from the distance, it was like kind of far away. And uh, we weren't too sure what was going on and we kept on walking and we just started hearing like gunshots go off towards us and we just started running for it and it was crazy like that we got out of there and stuff like that oh my god that's always like the worst situation i've i've had a couple guests come on and talk about their encounters with people with guns and it's never a good obviously it's never a good thing but like that is so scary to me i've never had a situation like that and like to hear those kind of stories like that freaks me out a lot. Like that's crazy that people are like shooting guns or like holding people up at gunpoint and threatening their lives, things like that. Like even the police showing up and pulling their guns out, like that's crazy. Yeah. I mean, I've had that happen. Um, the police showing up and holding their guns too. Um, you know, and that's always a fun time too, trying to figure out how to get out of that one. But, um, there's, there's been quite a few different stories that I have from that, from those experiences. And, you know, it's just, every one of them is just c- kind of different from the, from the next one, you know? So. Absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, can you tell me about your scariest exploration? This could be another like similar, like risky kind of thing, or it could be uh, a run in with like a homeless person or some paranormal act, like experience you've had, something like that. Oh, absolutely. Uh, so Basically, I can tell you when I went through a floor uh, one time was um, I was in this nursing home and basically I knew it wasn't a good idea to do this. There was just this cool one day I decided to do it. There was this cool area where it was like storage or something and it had a view from like from the bottom part that you could like shoot up kind of if I was sitting down um, off of the storage unit off like a balcony and as soon as I got like sort of right in the middle of the floor, just started like caving in and just backed right up and just kind of got out of there from that situation. Damn. Oh my God. <laughs> That's no. horrible. That's so bad. That's so bad. Um, have you been exploring during uh, the pandemic? Uh, yes, I have been. So I'm trying to be, I was trying to be careful with that at the beginning. So Basically, I've just been able to have so much off time where I'm able to check out these places and be able to be very fortunate to, you know, have so many places on my hands that I'm just able to check out different places at different times. And, you know, just everything is just so time wise for me. It's just it just works out. Yeah, definitely. I, I too, have, you know, gotten to explore some both in like local places as well as some out of state places. I went to Denver for a couple of days and hit like eight spots and that was super cool. I had never done anything in Colorado. So that was, that was awesome. I loved getting to do that. And, uh, can you tell me about your favorite exploration overall that you've ever gone on? Absolutely. So I'd say my favorite exploration is, um, it would have to be 
one of the, is that doctor's house because that is just such a rare opportunity and not a lot of people know where it is i feel because i just don't see enough on it and there's not really enough information out there for it to be leaked and if people have it they're respectful as they can be with it and trying not to share it but i've just been to so many places i feel as it's it's really hard to pick a favorite honestly but if that's one of them i would have to go with that definitely and how did you uh come up with your username on on instagram so my username i feel is is i'm from massachusetts so it's not the fact that I everything I do is in mass because that's completely wrong. I do everything like I go out there to Virginia, to New York, to Connecticut, to anywhere I can try and be. So my name is basically there's a thing called the Bridgewater Triangle. And from that, that's in Massachusetts and it kind of is paranormal stuff and stuff like that. So I just figured that Bridgewater Triangle Triangle, and it's in Massachusetts, so Triangle of Mass is how I sort of got that name by, you know, kind of clashing certain things together because the triangle is basically in mass. Nice. Gotcha. And, like, as far as social media goes, uh, what what has that done for you as, like, a creator, as an explorer? Have you been able to meet up with other people on there or, like, join any, like, groups or anything like that? Oh uh, yeah. So like I've explored with a lot of people and you know, my YouTube channel has just gone skyrocketed since, and it just, every day it's just a different number, which I'm so thankful for. Um, and I've gotten noticed by other people that want to explore with me that are in the YouTube like world or whatever you want to call it. And there's just been so many people that have been, you know, know who I am and I'm just very, shocked because i'm just like oh i didn't really think i was out there like that and they they know who i am and stuff like that so yeah i've done groups and met up with different people and stuff like that as well that's awesome yeah i love what social media has done for for urban explorers i think people foster these amazing friendships with with like-minded individuals that love exploring just as much as they do and I've been fortunate enough to actually meet up with a few people I've had on this podcast and explore with them. And that's been super cool to like, you know, build that connection even stronger with people after like hearing their stories and things like that. For you, do you have any goal places like bucket list items of places that you haven't been to yet that you're like dying to go to? Oh uh, yeah, I do. I would have to say one of them is six flags. Yeah. I want to get there so badly. And it's just crazy because of everything that's going on there. And um, I would have to say there, and I'd have to say the uh, Linwood Hall there. Even, you know, I'm not going to go now with everything going on, but it's just one of those things where it's just like, how could you not want to see that at some point somehow? So, Yeah, I, you're the second guest I had on today that's talked about Linwood Hall. Like, <laughs> that place is crazy. And uh so there's like a, a blog on on Google, you know, if you look it up, this the first thing that pops up is this blog and uh, my friend Abandoned Southeast has has a ton of photos featured on that blog because uh, he was one of the one of the first people to like kind of get in there and, and get photos of it before it kind of got, you know, blown up everywhere and, you know, now the situation's different with it. They have like guard dogs on site and like all this craziness now and it's it's nuts to hear that that place is 
so so popular like so crazy popular and like the story behind it like the the owner was like an investor in the titanic his sons died in the titanic like just crazy stuff yeah and just to think that just it just sits there the architect and everything inside and just it's just so beautiful and just to think that it's just kind of just sitting there not really doing anything for really anybody it's just kind of sad that someone could be enjoying that and just Mm -hmm. it's just how it is right now you know absolutely it's like stuck in a limbo state and uh if you could live in one abandoned place for a week which one would it be uh for a week i would have to say honestly uh, it's a hard one i'd have to say like maybe the bank in chicago because it's just so cool and it's so different, but unfortunately you just can't get in there anymore. So. Yeah, that's definitely sad. We've got a bunch of places like that out here in California where, you know, they, they were super awesome to explore. And then people on Instagram and YouTube kind of, you know, blew the spot up and now they have like police security, like all, all the, all the different things that you could do to keep people from going into an abandoned place. They've definitely done that here and, and, like on the, on the west coast and it is sad because you know we love we love to do that stuff but at the same time like it is keeping vandals out at the same time so like i'm not too upset about it and the fact that i've gotten to explore most of the places out here like doesn't make me feel as bad about it you know <laughs> yeah i understand that there's always different things that play into place and stuff like that so yeah. i'd have to say you know it all depends on difficulty level and stuff but as, as long as they're protecting it and everything too i i can't complain because it could just stay in its regular state and not be destroyed or you know glass broken and all that other stuff yeah exactly and uh my last question for you is what is something you know now that you wish you knew when you started exploring um so basically i wish i knew like i i want to say like i was not really that careful when i first started out when i was younger and as i went into it i was more careful um you know growing up more and stuff like that i was figuring out different things and trying to have a feel for what it actually meant and what it was telling me like to trust it or not to trust it and everything else. So those are very important factors that, you know, if you have a gut feeling, you know, and it's time to go, you just go, don't even risk it, you know? Yep. hundred percent. So you actually hit me up on Instagram, which I think is super cool. At the beginning of the show, I always tell people like, if you want to come on the show, please hit me up. Cause like, I, I want more people on this show. Uh, you told me that you had like a story you wanted to share. Did you cover that in this uh, so far or did you still have something you wanted to share? Uh, I think I, I basically covered kind of everything that we kind of discussed in different uh, elements of us talking and everything else. So yeah, I, th- I think that would, that would kind of be it, I guess. Cool. No worries. That's awesome. I'm glad we, uh, we covered it and thank you for hitting me up. If people want to keep following your journey, where can they find you online? Drop your, your YouTube channel, your Instagram, all that. All right. Awesome. So, uh, you could basically find me triangle of mass on just pretty much any platform. And that's, uh, that's pretty much it. I keep, I try to keep it as basic as I can. All right, folks, that was my episode with triangle of mass. If you want to check out his photography, 
or his YouTube channel. I've put his links down in the description for you. Again, my name is K, just the letter K. You can find all my stuff at notracers.com. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of the No Tracers podcast. If you guys want to support me further, please leave a rating and feedback. Please subscribe if you're new to the show. And if you want to come on the show, please hit me up just like Triangle of Mass did on Instagram at no.tracers. Other than that, I'll talk to you guys next week for another episode. Stay strong, keep enduring, go out, go explore something, and remember, leave no trace.